the social introvert. You know, it's this strange type of jealousy and envy that I think a lot of men can't cope with that makes them drag each other down like crabs in a bucket. If my brother became, the, I don't know, a, a billionaire, the world's richest man, and I had to stay at this level, I'd be like, yeah, my brother's the world's richest man. I'd be proud of him. And I don't see anything wrong with that. Lately seeing the hands Pain moving forward But fuck it We still advance As God's still in the plans Took 1500 no's That's nothing I'm on my rants It's real Look I can spot a user Agreeing straight off the glance Chicago in the summer No burner We took a chance I slid to get a city My energy and my plans And they've been too vain for me Painfully been jaded Took a toll Put a strain on me Insane to me A huge strain Ironic and see the gains on me Feel my time coming I need that shit here quick. Welcome back to another episode Of the Social Introvert Podcast This is episode 491 I'm your host Sid Davis You can find this show Exclusively on bynkradio.net Forward slash podcasts As well as Spotify Apple Podcasts And anywhere else you can get podcasts Go ahead and follow me on Instagram and Twitter at I said Davis. I have other social media handles as well. The Instagram podcast page is at the social introvert podcast. Twitter is at social intro pod. Be sure to hop on TikTok and follow me at I said Davis as well. And the official BYNK radio page, which is at BYNK radio. Send emails to the social introvert podcast podcast. <laughs> at gmail.com excuse me and with that email just send recommendations uh could be anime tv shows animated whatever you want to send send that to me man just give me something cool to watch uh i am watching fbi international i'm, I'm on the up and up with that and i'm enjoying the show i think it's it's pretty cool to me you know i'm watching it on where was i watching it on amazon prime like a dummy because you have to pay for the episodes and i paid for about two before i realized i was like wait a minute (laughs) i just went ahead and just it it was late at night and i was watching it and i was just tired but whatever and um what's the other show i'm watching dead ringers on amazon prime this show is not for the faint of heart dead ringers the series is based on a 1988 movie directed by I believe uh, David Cronenberg by the same title. It had Jeremy Irons in it and he has a twin in this movie and they are a gynecologist. And I'm that's as far as I'm going to go with it because I know a lot of people get triggered by that movie. This series, I guess, makes it a bit easier because it's a woman and she has a twin it's played by Rachel Weiss, who plays uh, Evie in The Mummy and The Mummy Returns. So, you know, of course, I, I raced to watch that because she is she's so pretty, man. She is so easy on the eyes. So I didn't mind it. Uh, but this show does not shy away from the nasty shit from the child. Well, not, I'm not going to say that. That's, it's not nasty, but they kind of show it up close with the, the blood and everything of the childbirths and just the the language of what they do with guy the the gynecologist and it's pretty twisted because on one hand the twins but if one of the twins just is not feeling up to the job that they want to do that day they will switch 
and and do um and do that you know just whatever and there's one in particular the twin i believe it's beverly is she's the wild twin and she she does some things she she does some things it's very graphic i um highly recommend you do not have your children in front of the tv when you watch this tv show i know a lot of people who have children they will just go and watch some movie and just oh my god i can't believe i took my child to see like yeah so i'm warning you i remember one time <laughs> i remember one time this is when role models came out with sean william scott and paul rudd right they they're this movie is so fucking funny but um just check it out if you've never seen it before it's really funny i went to go see it with my friends right and this is i think I, at the time i just got my my first apartment and i was like yeah let's go to the movies man let's go uh, my mom took my brother and sister to see role models and she calls me later that day she's like sweetheart i said what's wrong because she said it in a panic i said you all right you good what's 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 going on she said why didn't you tell me about the movie role models i'm like um i don't know like i what was i supposed to say you could have told me that that's not for kids i'm like okay like i mean the movie's rated r and it has it has well paul rudd that's one thing but it has sean william scott at the time who was famously known as still known as stifler the stiffmeister from the american pie franchise that alone should have let you know hey we no not for the kids but yeah, man, uh, Dead Ringers on Amazon Prime is something that if you're up at night, you ain't got work the next day. These episodes are, are a bit long, so they, um, yeah. If you ain't got work the next day, if you got if you don't have shit to do and you want to sit down and pay attention or get into a new series or be invested in it, uh, check this out. Uh, I believe this Friday. Let me see. This Friday, Jack Ryan, the final season comes out. I can't wait for that because I'm super stoked. I want to see how this series ends. And I'm a huge Jack Ryan fan. I'm a I'm an even bigger Tom Clancy fan. So anything that's involving Tom Clancy shit like Rainbow Six or anything like that, I'm all over it. The only thing I haven't seen until recent was Patriot Games and Clear and Present Danger. So, yeah, uh, let's get into this episode. So rest in peace to Kobe Bryant. And um, I want to start this off with this story. Vanessa Bryant awarded $1.5 million in Kobe Bryant body armor lawsuit. Had receipts of former president trash talking them. So let's get into this article real quick. Um, it's a bit of a long article, but I'll get through it. All right. It looks like Vanessa Bryant just landed another big win over a lawsuit against body armor. But get this. While in the process of suing the energy drink company, Vanessa gained a second win on top of that after revealing information through a counterclaim associated with the case. Vanessa initially filed a lawsuit against the company for $400 million owed to her late husband, Kobe Bryant. The basketball star netted the $400 million after investing $6 million into the company, gaining him a 10% stake before it was sold to Coca-Cola for 5.6 billion oh yeah i remember this yeah 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 in other words body armor was not getting away with the money in between that they owed kobe now this is where it gets crazy 
while going through the lawsuit with body armor, Vanessa made a counterclaim suit against the president of Kobe Inc., Molly Carter, while she was at it. Oh, while she was at it, Carter was sued for allegedly violating the duty of loyalty and the non-disparagement clause in her employment contract by trash talking Kobe and his family, some of which was racially charged talk. Oh, boy. If you remember, Carter tried to sue Kobe after allegedly being promised a 2% cut of the body armor investment, which Kobe later denied. In defense, Vanessa, Vanessa excuse me, outed Carter, revealing many occasions of trash talk directed towards her family. Vanessa claimed Carter referred to Kobe as an asshole, a douche nugget, and dickwad. She also, let me see. She also claimed that Carter called her the fucking devil, bitch, and psycho, while even mocking their newborn child as having Botox lips. And to make claims even worse, Carter is to have referred to the family as a lot of fancy black people while on the jet on the way to the NBA All-Star game. All in all, Vanessa prevailed on both the lawsuit and her counterclaim and was awarded more than $1.5 million in attorney fees. Wow. Okay. Uh, shout out to Vanessa Bryant. Rest in peace to Kobe. Uh, it's a damn shame. People are still, let me tell you this. There was a discussion I overheard the other day. I was ear hustling. Wasn't supposed to. Boy, they was talking basketball and they got the shit talking about some Kobe and had the nerve to bring up the, the hotel allegations. You know what I'm alluding to and I don't care to get into it because it couldn't be proved. I don't even believe it to be true. I just, I don't care. It's it's non-factor to me now. But these people in the office were just talking shit about Kobe. And I didn't get mad. I like Kobe a lot, right? But it wasn't enough for me to say, oh, you shouldn't be talking shit about Kobe, the legend. Da, da, da. I didn't care. Um, but it, it was a shame for me to overhear that. And I'm like, damn, even in death, his, his, like, his greatness transcends for people who dislike him to just still talk trash and uh, i don't know man but uh that body armor drink the i think it's the purple bottle with the, the gold stripes around it i still buy that shit because i love it's my favorite one is between that and the things the black cherry one i don't i don't know i get it when i can because i barely ever see it it's kind of hard to find but yeah I, I guess i can do without doing that you know drinking any of that um i didn't even I didn't even realize it, it was running that deep. So, but for the fact that they're still selling that bottle, the the Kobe Bryant edition of the Body Armor drink is crazy. So, yeah, rest in peace to Kobe. That song that you heard in the beginning is "Sobering Thoughts" from the Mondrian featuring Reason. It's off of the brand new album by Rory, titled "I Thought It'd Be Different," and. By the way, it's available on all music streaming platforms. This is a full R&B album. Um, it only has like two rap features. One from Fonte from Little Brother. And oh yeah, my bad, three. So Fonte from Little Brother, of course. Shout out to Little Brother. And um, Jay Electronica is on here or whatever. I still got beef with Jay Elect. And he still got me blocked on Instagram. And uh, of course, Reason from TDE. Let me see. Let me look at the track list. Um, hmm, let me see. Oh, sorry, Gold Link is also here on an interlude. So, a total of four rappers, but the rest of this album is just 
strictly R&B. It's a really dope album. Rory, if you don't know or not familiar, who was formerly of the JBP, Joe Button Podcast, and has moved on, and him and Maul, uh, who was also part of the JBP, are now together with their own podcast, the new Rory and Maul Podcast. And um, yeah, this is this is really dope. Um, if I was kind of skeptical, I'm like, I wonder what this album sounds like for the entire like duration. He, the moment he announced it, I was just curious. But his taste in music had me like, okay, I'm I'm willing to check it out. But I didn't realize it was gonna be this fucking good. And um, hopefully, well, he does have plans to do this again. I can't wait. That's all I'll say. Can't wait. Once again, it's called I Thought It'd Be Different by Rory. And um, yeah, man, I'm uh, I'm not mad at it. I like it. I'm digging it. You got, let me see, who's on here? Division's on here. Be My Fiasco. Who else is on here? Pink Sweats. Child. Who else is on here? Emotional Oranges is on here. Raheem. Uh, C.S. Armstrong. The moment I saw C.S. Armstrong, I was, I was like, okay, here we go. That's my dude. So yeah, um, what else is going on here? So I was kind of like cornered and asked a few questions recently due to my social media usage and what I do on social media. I don't really do shit except for tweet dumb things and uh, repost or share. Well, I, I don't know. But what I do is post these reels and TikToks from time to time called Why Haven't You Heard These Songs Yet? Now, if you've seen these TikToks and reels, you already know what's up. The question was, why you always be going out of your way to share these females? That I'm like, what? That why haven't you heard these songs yet? All you got is the majority of females. I'm like, okay. And <laughs> I said, one, they kicking y'all ass. Two, they look good. And three, the music's great. So I'm like, what are we doing here? But apparently, it's it's a problem because all I share are female artists like I, I have some male artists here here and there too like I, but I, I don't see why this is a problem like i i don't get it i don't understand it but i guess from the recent ones it's just they saw a flood of just women singing everywhere and i guess that triggered them and made them feel away and i'm like look man look at them they look great like of course i'm gonna share them. and then two they they sound like angels so i'm gonna share them <laughs> This sounds terrible. But no, yeah, man, I just, one, I love music a lot. And it's the cliche thing to say. People are like, yeah, I love music. And what they're just, basically in layman's terms, they're just, you know, they they love the top 40 radio hit or the what's on the top 200 billboard. But I'm not going to sit there and say for them that they don't love music. I'm pretty sure they do. But it's not in the way that some of us really love this shit. Like, to me, as extreme as it sounds, if music does not exist on this planet, I don't want to be here. I don't because that's how much it means to me. The, the, like my first love is jazz music. I love jazz. So the, the off kiltered, unorthodox beat, just everything about it with horns and the just flying everywhere over the track is, is just, it's incredible to me. Um, reggae, and then hip-hop, and then rock and roll. But it's something about hip-hop where my dad 
would explain this shit to me like it was the soap opera. So for women, you know, Days of Our Lives and General Hospital and all that other shit, right? Uh, Hip hop was um, or still is (laughs) in a sense to me like General Hospital and Days of Our Lives and Guiding Light and shit like that. That's my soap opera. So um, he would update me on who was beefing, who dropped a diss track and what happened back then and blah, blah, blah. And what it derived from DJ Cool Herc and Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five. Jungle Bro- He told me all about it. And I just, you know, it's that curiosity killed the cat type thing. So whatever he told me, I would go off and just on my own adventure, kind of like some goony shit and would research and want to go look at records. And it, it led me to. Every time I heard something that didn't necessarily sound like it was from that era at the time, like a Tribe Called Quest with the jazz samples or Jungle Brothers or any one of the leaders of the new school, when something just sounded a little different, I'm like, what the hell is this? Like, um, perfect example, De La Souls, Me, Myself, and I. And I'm like, what kind of sample is, like, what is going on? And... Not realizing eventually when I was able to find the sample of where it, where it came from, it blew my goddamn mind. I'm like, how are they sampling this shit? I want to do it too, right? And of, of course, I'm able to do it. Thank God. Like, I'm, I'm thankful that I'm able to do it. But when people ask me, why do I love music or what it means to me? the I don't want to say it's a basic reason, but I would say it's never left. It has never left in whatever form or fashion. If you can get it off your YouTube, if you could dub it from your man's and them off LimeWire, BearShare at the time, Kazaa, or I don't know if your, your homie gave you a blank CD. Say, fam, I made this mix for you, bro. Like, here you go. It was, it's, I don't know. It's never left. I still have my CDs that I bought from FYE and Sam Goody. Remember when Sam Goody was a thing? Crazy, right? Like, it's... I don't know, man. It to me when I explain music to people and my love for it, I to me it sounds like when I explain it, it comes off as like quantum physics. And I never want to kind of like push people away and they just think I'm weird. But that's how I that's how much I really love music overall. And just the the science behind it, the counting of the beats and how are they able to time it correctly? with whatever sample they use to fit is it's it's fucking insane how this is done I, I don't know um maybe one day i will have a better well thought out explanation on why i truly love music but all i can say at this moment is it's the one thing that has always made me feel better it has cheered me up <laughs> um just i don't know man just the other day, like I said, I went back and listened to Anita Baker's Rapture album. I was like, damn, man, this shit is fire. Like, <laughs> this shit is amazing. Um, I went back and listened to Parliament and, and you know, the Funkadelic albums. I'm like, man, this shit riding, bro. Like, oh, my God. And um, I, I don't know, man. I, I really don't know how to explain it. Because, like I said, when I was listening to Funkadelic the other day, uh, what song was that? Mothership Connection how how in the fuck did they do that i don't know and it's probably to a testament where recently um 
they only performed for like for like a not long probably like two hours souls of mischief were down here performing um i got to catch that but i wasn't like anywhere like near the crowd or anything like that i was sort of in the back and i know all about souls of mischief so i'm sitting there bopping my head reciting the lyrics and a lot of the other people you know you had some older heads in there that were kind of jamming but there's a lot of young people there that kind of were just standing there and i'm like how in the fuck do you not get hype to 93 till infinity because when 93 till infinity came on that's when i stepped out of the chair and all the the you know the older guys that were in the front in the group of people they were going crazy but the younger people they were just like zombies i i don't know i know the guy the older guys that were in that room felt what i was feeling in that moment because when 93 till infinity came on honestly till this day i don't know where that sample's from i never looked it up i just know the sample of that song just it's very relaxing and it, it sounds fucking amazing but um I, I just never took the time to figure it out but i'll tell you when that song did come on i was just sitting there bopping my head reciting the lyrics to some of the songs that they got and that shit comes on i was up i was like oh shit <laughs> they're playing the joint they're playing 93 till infinity <laughs> so yeah man it's just um i don't know i don't know man i, I want to see if it's ever possible and i know it's probably not i would love to see jay-z freeway and beanie siegel do what we do if i can just see that shit live one time just one fucking time You'll probably never hear me complain about anything else after that. If I can see the diplomats perform, I really mean it. One time. That's it. I might faint in the goddamn crowd. <laughs> if it's between what we do or or uh or I really mean it by the diplomats or the dipset anthem, I'm going to pass out in that crowd like the men used to pass out over Michael Jackson. I will pass the fuck out. Go <laughs> crazy. <laughs> Oh my goodness. But yeah, man, it's just the my my love for music, man, it just runs deep. Like that was like one of the connections I would have with my dad and I think that's what really that's probably what played a part. Like that connection with my, me and my dad uh with, when it came to music, it brought us much closer. Um unfortunately, it didn't get to expand beyond that later on, but you know reuniting with him and and kind of getting back up with him was great but our connection has always been music so that's probably why that's probably why my love for music runs so deep because it's in a sense he's not here but i still like i still feel like i need to impress him or show him like hey look what i can do i could do it too that's I, I don't that's probably what the fuck it is because i get so nervous and it's nerve-wracking to me when i create music because i get frustrated like i'm all about perfection and when i was when i was making when i was writing a lot i would show my dad and he was like oh music, this is pretty dope man he's like keep going this is pretty good this is pretty good and now it's like that's still in the back of my mind i'm like literally like, okay i wonder if you like this beat 
I wonder if he'll like this sample. I wonder what he thinks about this. Uh, it's got that trap snare or that, you know, that crazy 808 shit. I don't know if he's going to like that uh, type of thing. So it's, it's that's probably where it comes from, man. I'm, I'm still trying to chase after that. So my all in all, I'll say this. My love for music just runs deep and I can't help it. I don't know. But that's <laughs> that'll wrap this episode up for me. That, that's going to do it here. Um, thank you for listening to episode 491. And um, shout out to my, my regular, my regular Deglas, my regular folks, my regular pod folks, the pod community. You know who you are. I don't even need to go down. I do it every episode. Shout out to the BYNK fam. You know who you are. And um, as usual, take care of each other. Most importantly, take care of yourselves. Have a great week. Have an even better weekend. And enjoy your July 4th and stop trying to be woke and shit. And oh, I, I celebrated the Juneteenth. I ain't celebrating no July 4th. Like, stop it. Knock it off. Go to the damn barbecue and eat your ass off. Like, just go eat, please. Like, enjoy yourself. All right? Goddamn. Uh, with that being said, <laughs> with that being said uh, see you guys next week. Peace.